My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to the cast of At Midnight, which is a romantic comedy that has fate that brings an ambitious hotel manager, Alejandro, and movie star Sophie together when the shoot brings them to Alejandro's hotel. Despite their radically different lives, Alejandro and Sophie begin to secretly meet at midnight. So to talk about the film, first up is director Jonah Feingold. Hi, it's Monica Gleerman with Time Warner Entertainment and Sound Sunset Podcast. It's so nice to meet you. <laughs> How you doing? Great to meet you as well. I'm good. So I want, I'm just going to jump right in. Basically, I wanted to ask you, as a director, I read that you loved Harry Maselli. And that was like one of your like go-to kind yes. of like films. So how did you incorporate some of that? Because I saw a little bit of it in this Ooh. in this film. So I want to know how you incorporated that into the movie. My favorite thing about Harry Met Sally is that those two characters have like little bits with each other. I feel like that's what makes that movie so stand out. They have inside jokes, the characters relative to the movie, and they make fun of each other and they just talk really nicely. And I think the, there's also great broman bromances in that movie and great friendships with Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby. And I think that that was the stuff I tried to do in At Midnight was whether you had Diego and Monica walking down, you know, a street, just talking to each other about little bits, you know, making fun of each other, kind of talking about little, you know, pop culture things or wonderful side characters where you have uh, Fernando Carsa, who's Diego Bonetta's character's best friend, and they're freaking out over some text message. It's kind of very Billy and Bruno, you know, talking about they're at the batting cages. In this case, they're drinking wine in his outdoor kitchen, like frantically freaking out over a text message. But I think that the Nora Ephron characters and the Rob Reiner character, you know, characters in When Harry Met Sally just weren't afraid to just talk about nothing, but it's all about the subtext. You know, it's all about just getting to know each other. And I mean, that's really awesome that some of that came off in, at midnight because I tr definitely tried to inject one of my favorite filmmakers and movies <laughs> into the movie just <laughs> by subconscious, you know, work. Yeah, um, when I watched it, I thought of When Harry Met Sally. So then I was like, I need to look it up. And it was just ironic when I looked it up that I found out that wow. that was your favorite film. So it cool. definitely shows through. It's it's so good and so funny. Um, what Thank were you. some of the like hardest things for you as a director for this film? And then some of the easiest things for you? Because it seems so fun. But, you know, that's what it looks the movie magic, right? That's what it looks like to us. Yeah, you know, the, let's do the easiest one first and I'll get to the okay. hard one. The easiest one was a scene like Diego and Fernando talking about the text message. It's a, it's a quick sequence. Sophie Wilder texts him for the first time ever. He doesn't know what to do or say. And they are like talking in the kitchen. They're giving each other dating advice. And I was like, this is a home run scene for me. I can do this in my sleep. Two guys talking about texting and romance and I'm going to shoot it really cool. It's going to be frantic, kind of like Jason Borney. And then a scene where Diego and Monica are walking down the beach and they're talking about their dreams and aspirations in my sleep, I find the frame, get them a nice little pathway, let them do the work, you know, let the actors act. A scene that was more difficult, there's two. There's, of course, the language barrier that existed. There was, a, you know, all our crews from Mexico City. English was a second language. I got a C- minus in Spanish. I'm very <laughs> dyslexic, but I was there to learn. And um, universally, love and rom-coms was the spoken language of. So we all love the same movies. Our references were all the same, regardless of where you were from. So the sequence in Mexico City where you meet his family, I had to really rely on my wonderful cinematographer and Diego and my producers to talk about, because I didn't understand the Spanish, but I understood the emotion. And once I was able to let go of that, um, I was really, really happy with the way that scene came out. And then the scenes in the cenote, the scenes where you see Monica, um, you know, in the superhero suit and that third act crashing the set sequence, you know, 
rain in two every two seconds the gear doesn't work that's it's it was all a dream i mean you read about the making of star wars nothing worked and right. like that was our version of that and so it was awesome but in the moment you're like oh gosh i hope paramount doesn't fire me you know <laughs> this is how i pay rent now so um those are the most stressful but of course the most fun you know amazing day in my life was doing that shoot and then we all raft and we went in the cenote as a crew and a cast you know we all jumped in together so the the hardest days were also at the same time the most rewarding um i mean yeah you have like everything because there's like action there's romance there's so many things in this film so it i was very impressed by how you were able to do all of that um the conversations the romance just the building of the characters the fact that you start in it's like an action film there's action scenes in it i mean it's just crazy so i applaud you Thank um you. so basically for my last question i just wanted to ask um what are you hoping kind of everyone gets out of this film i mean i watched it i fell in love i fell in love with the language the location mm. just their relationship just everything about it so what is like some of the things that you're really hoping people take away from it I think that's a great question. I think I hope people have like, it inspires them to love and inspires them to maybe go after that thing that they've always wanted, that dream job or that dream that that you want to be an actor or you want to open your own hotel. You want to do something aspirational um, or even to your, to your point, um, you know, learn a new language or not be afraid of the barriers that might get in the way of what you want. I mean, that's what this movie is all about characters overcoming obstacles in their way. Diego overcoming the pressures of his job, overcoming heartbreak, the fear of love for this wonderful woman. And then Monica letting go of a shitty ex and the toxicity of Hollywood to get what she wants. And I think that I hope that that that's it. I hope that people um, really just want to go are open for sort of a little fun love affair that changes them for the better. Well, I want to thank you so much. I loved it so much. And I thought you did oh. such a great job. And I just, congratulations. And there was so much Harry Met Sally in there. I, That's I, awesome. Wait, can I ask a question? What scene do you spoke to the one Harry Met Like, what scene were you like, oh, Harry Met Sally? When the conversations. Got the, it, yeah. Once, yeah. like, the, the initial conversations, the running around the friendship in the hotel when he's, like, frantic. Yes. The texting. Right away, I was like, there's, like, a Harry Met Sally feeling to this. So that was, like, right away. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe like, the idea that Harry Met Sally, they actually start off really much hating each other. So it's kind of this like bickering. I think that that also exists in the beginning of the movie. There is like oh, this bickering sure. where it's like that I think maybe helps speak to what you're you were feeling. So that, that's awesome. I really appreciate you watching the movie and um, and you appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Well, thank you so much and congratulations. Thank you. It's so good. Thanks. Congratulations. Thanks. Up next is the star of the film who plays Alejandro, Diego Bonetta. How are you? Hi, Monica. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <clears throat> so I'm just going to jump into it. But I loved you in this film. You're so good. Um, I want to start off really quickly. You were in um, Luis Miguel, the series, for a very long period of time. So I wanted to know how you tackle playing Alejandro do you do it differently because you had played one character for so many years? Um, is there similarities? How do you kind of do that, like transfer from one to the other? You know, I, I, I like trying to do different, very different projects, you know, and not, you know, Luis Miguel was, you know, something that changed my life and it was a great learning experience. It was the first project that I ever produced and I had to sing all the songs and I played in you know, from age 17, to age 50 and prosthetics and everything. Uh, but, you know, at midnight was a project that I started developing under my production company uh, in 2018. And we teamed up with Paramount 
we both saw a huge opportunity because, you know, in rom-coms, cities almost play like a character, you know, like you see Sleepless in Seattle, you know, Midnight in Paris, you want to go to Paris, you see Notting Hill, you want to go to London. Yet there hasn't been a rom-com shot in Mexico, which is something that always blew my mind, you know, uh, and I'm from Mexico City and and, you know, there's a lot of narco stories and drug stories coming out of Mexico, but and it's a sad reality, but it's not everything we have to offer. And right. you know, I wanted to show Mexico in a good light. And I, you know, wanted to play a Mexican character, Alejandro. It was a hardworking guy, you know, career oriented, you know, big dreams, uh, you know, it's similar to me, you know, I, you know, so, you know, that was that was very important to me. I understand. I'm from New York. So when I get all the crazy New York movies, I go, no, we have so much more here. <laughs> so I totally understand. You did such a beautiful job because you really do get to see the city. I love that we get to hear, um, you know, different languages and all of it be incorporated into the film. Obviously, you mentioned your producer. Was there something that was important to you for the film to keep in? Was there something precious when you were looking at it from a producer's perspective that you wanted to make sure stayed in or something that you wanted to take out or? First off, I wanted to team up with the best producers to help me tell the story. You know, uh, Fred Berger came involved. He produced La La Land, which is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Michelle Franco, who's an incredible Mexican filmmaker who directed me in Nuevo Orden, which won the Venice Film Festival in 2020, uh, came in to help me produce as well. So it was almost like, you know, the best of Hollywood with the best of Mexico. That was number one, you know, the team behind the project. Two, our filmmaker. You know, uh, we developed, we started development in 2018. I can't tell you how many drafts we read, you know, throughout all these years. And we met Jonah Feingold because we watched his movie Dating in New York. And we were blown away, you know, with such a low budget. What he was able to do with that was incredible. And I loved, you know, he kind of has like this Woody Allen kind of like vibe and magical realism. And his, 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 his shots were so cool. And we met with him and he blew us away. You know, he, he, took the script, made it his own. He went to Mexico City, spent time there, wanted to really be immersed in, you know, the culture and the food and the, you know, and the, and the, and the museums and the people. And then after that, it was like, okay, we need the most important part, which is who's going to be Sophie. I think rom-coms are, you know, it's all about the chemistry between the love story. That makes or breaks the film. And uh, we did chem reads, uh, you know, we read a lot of very talented actresses who I'd love to work with one day but Monica came in and just blew us all away she 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 truly did you know she came in with such a fresh take so 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 honest and truthful and 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 different and so passionate about the project and her role and uh and it was it was it was undeniable you know uh and then after she was cast, uh, we spent, you know, many weeks rehearsing. Uh, we wanted Sophie's and Alejandro's arc to be crystal clear, uh, you know, from their meet cute to the conflict within, you know, to Mexico City and all that. 
And, you know, we improved a lot. We brainstormed a lot. We dissected each scene. Uh, and that was, that was the very important, you know, part. It was such a great film. Congratulations. Um, and I just think you guys hit every single thing that you wanted to hit about it. And I want to go visit. So it worked. Ah, well, <laughs> so it you worked. have to come. You have to come. It's, it's, oh, it's gorgeous. It's, you are going to love it. Oh, I definitely will. It's on my list now. So thank you so much. But congratulations. You're fantastic in it. It's amazing. Everyone's going to love it. And I could not be happier for you. Thank you, Monica. It really means so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much. Ciao. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of At Midnight talk about their film. The film is set to premiere on Paramount Plus on February 10th. So make sure you go and check it out. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts. And head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe, so you're updated on all of our video content.